0: Welcome to Creating Real Marriages That Last with Dr. Mike Glenn. Today we're discussing how the first seminary was a home. Let's listen in on the conversation. You have, I've heard you say recently um, that you have made the statement that the first seminary was the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think you're talking about Southern Seminary started as a home for you. No, <laughs> it wasn't that no, little for no, you, right? No.
1: In um, the story of Apollos, who comes okay. and preaches in the early church. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, he did not have his theology totally fleshed out. Okay. Aquila and Priscilla notice that, and they take him into their home, and they instruct him in the fuller gospel, in the, okay. in the entire message. And that's we have a little paragraph, but that's what it says. Obviously, he was a gifted preacher, a gifted speaker, and had it, pretty much right, but didn't mm-hmm. have it all right. So Aquila and Priscilla discipled him, yeah. and they did it in their home. Uh, and so it, it kind of it reinforces the message that we talk a lot around here is that the parents are the first disciples of the child. Right. And, and I have told my own story that growing up in the home I grew up in was the best training that I've had mm-hmm. to be a pastor. One, I grew up with a father who taught a Sunday school class for 40 years. Uh, so I learned to love scripture from dad yeah. and, and my favorite picture of him in my mind is him sitting in his chair, um, with his Bible in one hand, his Sunday school quarterly in the other, uh, a pen either stuck in his mouth or, <laughs> or crammed, you know, in one of the other fingers and underlining and, and reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I tell the story that I got him a new Bible because his Bible was falling apart, and I went back home a couple of weeks later and he wasn't using the new Bible <laughs> and I said, "Dad, you got a new Bible what he said, "Oh, that new Bible doesn't know anything <laughs> uh because he had written in the other Bible, and there was there was dad all kinds was of smart, see, yeah. yeah, that's where I learned to love scripture is from mm-hmm. talking with it about my dad and with my dad and, you know I, that was little yeah when we we get in the car to go to Sunday school class, he said, "Hey, I had a good Sunday school class today, and here's what I talked about and and He would share his excitement. Uh, Mom played the piano, and all of the gospel music was the background of my life. My dad was a politician. My dad had a small family business, so that's where I learned the nuts and bolts of how you work in an organization and a business, and working with people and all of that. I, I learned from home. Yeah.
0: So, were Were your parents um, Were they uh, Did they see your calling as a pastor before you saw that? Mm-hmm.
1: That's mm-hmm. Yeah, mom tells me she knew it when she took me home from the hospital. <laughs> now, that may be just a little tad <laughs> overkill. Uh, but, but I grew up in a little church where I had people telling me, pay attention,
0: hmm.
1: pay attention to your life.
0: And you knew it more in college uh, and seminary? Yeah, yeah, late
1: high school, college.
0: Yeah. Well, so you had parents that um, saw how to do that, and mm-hmm. do you think that they... Um, I mean, they didn 't have a manual for that, but they just lived out those patterns they, in their life. No,
1: yeah, it was their life right it wasn't um, and, and this is this is what a lot of people you know hey, is there a book I can go get no there's not it's it's how you live it out for real in your own life authentic mm-hmm. the big word now is authentic how you do it in the ebb and flow of your own life, how you deal as a Christian with people in a business. How you deal with as a Christian uh, in local politics, mm-hmm. uh, how you deal in, in your marriage, you know we you know we've, we've got all those stories, my brother and I about mom and dad flirting and mm-hmm. and, uh, and being in love with each other and, 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 and that kind of stuff. those are the kind of things that teach your children more than you sitting down with them and
0: telling and, and them and telling them about it yeah.
1: that, that doesn't mean that you don't sit down with them. And give them the words because sooner or later you have to explain why you do what you do. Right. This is intentional on our part. These are the reasons we've made these uh, decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that happens best in the, in, the, in the ebb and flow and the ups and downs of real life. Right. Because that's that's where the lessons are best learned.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have... Um, I know that my mom always was laughing at uh, the moments when she wanted to have those conversations that never happened, Mm -hmm. Um, but we would find her in the margins of life, like... Um, sitting down in the floor of the kitchen by the big window was where I accepted Christ was, Mm -hmm. she said, I, you know, why didn't you do this in a different way? But that, that was just normal. That was in the margins of, of life and it was comfortable. And, um, and so, um, I think sometimes parents think that they have to have this, you know, we, I've heard you say it. I've heard um, some of our other staff say that, you know, some parents think that they have to have a quiet time every morning that's, right. you know, beautiful and somebody plays a guitar. I don't that's know. Right, that right. never happens. It, it, no.
1: <laughs> Most of the time it doesn't.
0: You're right. So uh, so then um, as parents are trying to figure out how to do that, um, I think they've really leaned on the church for theological instruction of their children. Right. How, do we, how do we help this generation? A lot of them are... Um, young adults now mm-hmm. starting to be parents, what would you say to them to say um, how, how did they take that back in some ways?
1: One, relax. <laughs> you know, that, that's right? the that's, that's <laughs> first thing, just relax. Yeah. And in that, uh, you know, when you're learning to swim, the hardest thing in the world is to trust the water. You know, if if you're the week that you teach a child to swim, you'll spend three days of that week teaching them not to sink. Yeah. You know, if you'll just relax, the water will hold eighty percent of your body weight. That's and by the time you figure that out, then adding the arms and legs is really easy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but but you know, you the, the hardest thing in the world is just teaching someone just, just to relax. One, mm-hmm. God is in is in it all. Mm-hmm. And and more than having a a structured hey it's eight o'clock we're going to sit down and read the Bible if it kills everybody, um, look for those moments where it naturally happens. Hmm. Uh, does it naturally happen at the dinner table? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know you a family can sit down. You don't have to eat in the den. Yeah. You know you don't have to eat with the TV on. Right. Uh, and it's okay to enforce some rules like you know no cell phones at the ta- at the table. Uh that that kind of stuff. Yeah, they'll get mad with their kids, they'll get over it. Um you know just, I, as I used to tell my boys, you know, two things have to happen for you and I to negotiate. One, you have to have something I want. You got nothing I want. <laughs> and two, you and I have to be equal. We're not equal. So, so I'm not going so no to I'm not to negotiate <laughs> with you. Uh you can you can set those kind of rules, but you know, there'll be there'll be times during the day when Uh, the child asks a question or they pose a problem, and you you can very easily say, this reminds me of a story. Hmm. This reminds me of when Jesus was here, and this is what Hmm. Jesus taught us to do. So it becomes part of the air that you breathe. Uh, You know, it becomes part of the life that you live. Uh, and, and I think the children will respond a lot more to that because they see it happening very naturally rather than being forced into a moment. Yeah. You know, there's always that, uh, that silly thing about quality time and quantity time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but the quality time is, is you know, you, well, we're going to go have this qu- quality moment. You can never plan those. Right. You know, you don't ever yeah. know. You know, we joke that, you know, my kids call me all the time and I take the call. And I've taken the call in all kind of times and all kind of meetings. And the reason is, most of the time it's something really dumb. <laughs> you know, like, you know, my, my bicycle tire is flat. Right. <laughs> but you don't know when that call is going to come.
0: Hmm.
1: Where it's, Dad, are you busy?
0: Right. Never. Hmm.
1: Well, here's what's going on. You don't know when that's going to be. Yeah. And, and unless you create that kind of accessibility... Then, then you'll miss then you'll miss, miss the really bonus. important stuff I would I would live uh, if the Bible is part of your life if prayer is part of your life if if being in worship is part of your life then your kids will pick up that overflow very naturally right. and there'll be a lot of natural times uh, to do that
0: right that makes sense there's um, I know just um, just being intentional too about uh, in, in your marriage. You mm-hmm. talked about seeing your mom and your dad living things out. That doesn't necessarily mean that everything has to be all family included. No. Um, you know, Daryl and I have uh, a tradition that we started when we first got married, and it's just carried. It's not an, an like we don't. It's not. Um, it, it, we don't sit there and go, "Okay, now it's your turn to share." That's but right. we have some <laughs> rules that are kind of unspoken. Yeah. And, uh, and Scout has picked up on that, that we all get to share and um, sharing about how God's been at work in our life. It just kind of naturally happens. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, now our three-year-old is saying, it's my turn to share. That's we right. never taught him that. That's no. something that he picked up. We were surprised you, by that. You, but you did
1: teach him. You <laughs> did teach him. Modeling that, yeah.
0: yes. But, you know, we that has been an interesting thing for us to pick up on. Oh, wow, he's, he's paying attention all the time. Right.
1: Well, you talk to my, you talk to Chris and Craig, and they'll tell you that one of the things that they remember about my father is him sliding out of bed onto his knees every morning mm-hmm. and praying.
0: Yeah.
1: And they watch that, and yeah. uh, and so that's where they kind of learn the importance of prayers, watching yeah. watching the grandfather do it.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening in on the conversation you want to find out more about Dr. Mike Glenn, you can go to MikeGlennOnline.com or you can follow him on Twitter at Mike Glenn. You can also download a free copy of 170 Ways to Love Your Spouse on his website, MikeGlennOnline.com.